At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Here on the Sin, I'm Jeff Parles, Wes Reynolds alongside. Happy to be with you. Mike Palm, Derek Stevens going to join us momentarily from Circa West, though. Over the next few minutes, let's look at the NL MVP race. Fernando Tatis Jr., of course, came back over the weekend. Immediate impact on Sunday, not so much the rest of the week as the Padres got swept by Colorado in the midweek series in Denver. But last night, Freddie Freeman mm-hmm. hitting for the cycle. Uh, he's he becomes the second, or excuse me, the first ever National League first baseman to hit for the cycle multiple times, Wes. Yeah, and and now I think it's starting to be noticed in the market down to twelve to one. Bryce Harper currently second choice at five to one. Max Muncie eight to one. Trey Turner's drifted a little bit now twenty five to one. So look, Tatis, you know when he was out for a couple weeks or so, he was getting down to about one ten, one twenty, and it's like, well, can Bryce make a run? Because this when the Phillies were hot, obviously they are dead cold right now. As Mad Bum now into the eighth inning, even though the Phillies do have the base is loaded with uh, nobody out, but still six enough and Diamondbacks over the Phillies. Phillies trying to avoid that sweep out there in the Valley of the Sun. So Bryce probably too short right now at five to one based on how the Philadelphia Phillies are struggling. So if you're wanting to maybe fade Tatis a little bit, Freddie Freeman probably be the way you got to go. So the Phillies are losing six nothing right now in Arizona. Mm-hmm. It would be swept in Phoenix to go four behind the Braves. 
I thought Harper was going to – the Phillies were going to win this division. Harper is going to win the MVP. Yeah. Now the Phillies are going to have to play catch-up. And Atlanta's schedule this weekend, you know who's who's on the schedule this week for the Braves? The Baltimore Orioles. Yeah. So you got to yeah. imagine that the Braves are going to, at a bare minimum, win that series. Yeah. And the Phillies are just going to have to find a way to win in order for Harper to get back in there. In that race, Wes. Yeah, the uh, natives in Philadelphia are getting very uh, dis- disenchanted, really, with G. Roddy. There, uh, he is uh, not. They, they looked like they were getting hot, and all of a sudden, you know, the Mets have kind of come have come back to earth, really plummeted to earth, back to him. Sorry, Jeff, but you kind of thought, okay, the Phillies now this is their time, and then finally the Atlanta Braves they lose Acuna for the year, but they made a couple decent moves, very subtle moves at the deadline. I think Peterson has actually been very good in Atlanta, John. Peterson and also has uh, Jorge Soler. So they added some pop a little bit down the lineup, but it certainly paid off for the Braves. And even with, like you said, even without their best player, the Braves, uh, the the Braves did not get over 500 Mm -hmm. at all this year until three weeks ago. And now they're nine games. over Yeah, And and they're pitching still not a lot to write home about. Although Charlie Morton, I think is kind of stabilized, but you look at kind of the back, you're throwing Drew Smiley out there every five days. And, you know, you're thinking, how can this team be this good? But they've just caught fire at the right time. Wes, uh, looking at the other teams in this playoff race real quick, we, talk, we, we touched on the Reds in the last segment. The Reds right now, the sixth team in the National League behind the Padres and the, uh, and the Dodgers. They're ten and a half behind the Dodgers. Dodgers have run away with the first wild card. It's just a matter of can they catch the Giants or not, or will they be stuck playing a game 163? The Padres' lead is a game and a half over the Reds. And the Padres have played teams over 500 well. But the reason this is a race, Wes, yes. is they got, have, they're going to lose the season series to Colorado mm-hmm. and are on their way to losing the season series to Arizona. Are you in the camp of buying that Cincinnati can catch the Padres, or do you think the Padres are still going to have enough to hold that second wild? Card? I would be more of a buyer, and keep in mind I'm the Reds fan here, so not uh, all-in buyer here necessarily, a very reluctant shopper, but if you just look at the schedule, the Reds still have a couple more series with the Pirates. They got a four-game set with the Nationals here in September. Now there's tough teams in between. You also got a set with the Tigers. You got this set with the Marlins, and they have another set with the Marlins, so the Reds do have some series where they can really capitalize, but like you said they blew an opportunity with the Cubs losing two or three at the great American ballpark Cubs had lost 12 in a row and to lose to those guys you got to take advantage of those but I'm still not very high on San Diego I just that bullpen is starting to really get taxed they're starting to get a lot of injuries and look you had to sign Jake Arrieta because you needed a body just to put out there to be your fifth guy in that rotation didn't work no at Coors Field last night for Jake Garrietta. We're going to check in with our guys, Mike Palm and Derek Stevens. They're going to be joining us next here on My Guys in the Desert on Visa. This segment is brought to you by footballcontest.com, the number one proxy service and top source for info on Las Vegas football contests, including live standings. That's footballcontest.com. 
It is my guys in the desert. I'm Jeff Barles, Wes Reynolds alongside. Happy to be with you. And now with us, of course, live from Circa, it is Derek Stevens and Mike Palm. Gentlemen, thanks as always for being with us. And uh, let's just start off with something that uh, I was told that we have to start with here. The 1968 Tigers and the AL MVP and Cy Young race. Derek, where, where, where are we going with those two things? Well, let me lead off by why I wanted to bring this up today. First off, um, there's a great, uh, great guy. Um, I did have a chance to get to know him. Our, uh, his grandkids, my kids play together. And uh, well, he passed away today. His name is Bill Freehan. Um, he played for the Detroit Tigers during that period. He went on to coach Michigan. But here's a really amazing statistic. You know, that 68 Tigers, Denny McLean won. Of course, he won the Cy Young. He went 31-6. and six. But he also won the AL MVP. What I thought was interesting was Bill Freehand came in second in the AL MVP, so he had the battery mate. Bill, Pre- Bill Freehand played in 155 games in that 68 season. There's no DH, obviously. He caught over 1,200 innings. I mean, they penciled him in like, like a first baseman. And uh, it went McLean Freehand won two in the uh, MVP race. So, you know, when, when we start thinking about all the stories, everybody's talking about who's going to win the AL MVP, who's going to win the NL, what, where, where we are with the Cy Young. Will DeGrom get hurt? You know, you think about that. Denny McLean had like 300 and, 330 innings pitched, and, uh, and Freehand caught 1,200 innings of that season. Uh, Boy, oh boy, things have changed quite a bit now. I mean, you pitch over 200 innings, and uh, you know you you, uh, you you think it's a pretty durable season. So I know we've got a lot of great candidates, but uh, it just made me think about Bill Freehand. What a great guy he was, and what a great baseball player he was. Coming in second to behind Denny McLean in the AL MVP, and that's why I wanted to bring it out because I thought the guy <laughs> needed a little bit of a shout out. Willie Horton finished fourth in the voting. Absolutely, Tigers had three of the top four. Dick McAuliffe finished seventh. They had four of the Incredible. top seven in the 1968. Hawk Harrelson. And what's third? third, yeah. Unbelievable. Dave McNally with the Orioles fifth, tied with Louis Tion for fifth, and that's why and that's why McAuliffe was seventh. There, there yeah. we go. Wow. Yeah, think about Denny McLean when he won the Cy Young. You, you know how many you know how many different people got votes? Zero. It was a hundred percent. That's back back when you had one vote. Well, so, yeah, not yeah. one one, two, three. Right, yeah. right. Well, speaking of the American League Cy Young, I know where Mike's interest lies here. That is my guy from Brownsburg, Indiana, the one and only the Bulldog, Lance Lynn. Currently the favorite now in the market. Mike was touting him a few weeks ago. Now I'm seeing about 165 there. The nearest price guy is Garrett Cole at around $2. But with all the controversy with the sticky stuff, I don't know if I see Garrett Cole getting awarded that award. And also Carlos Rodon, Lynn's a mate with the White Sox, 8-1. to one. Uh, You still think you're in good shape here with the Bulldog? dog Lance Lynn Mike well we had two games where he probably should have gotten a win uh Wes I mean he he they blow the game in the cornfield at the field of dreams that he was scheduled to get the win and then last night if he's able to go five innings they get the lead I I don't know what you thought of that I I mean uh, yeah he rushed off the mound but I mean he didn't throw the the belt at the umpire I I wasn't watching the game live I was getting updates and it said Lance Lynn ejected after substance check, and I thought, oh, my God, no, he's going to get suspended for two weeks, and my tickets are going to be worthless. I don't think he's going to get suspended here. I actually think it was a case of a quick trigger. Um, But I think it's his to lose now. I don't think Cole is really a serious contender. I really think Rodon is the only guy that could maybe eclipse him if he can come back and get four or five good starts, and Lynn falters. Bassett gets hurt with the line drive the other night. So I'm feeling very good about Lance Lynn. I got him at plus six. 
fifty and plus four dollars at two tickets I have on him, and so I think we're sitting in pretty good shape. Lance Lynn's claim to fame is he's one of the biggest twelve-year-olds I ever saw in my life. He was on that nineteen ninety-nine. As I look here in the right, we've got the Little League World Series starting. Lance Lynn was on that nineteen ninety-nine Little League World Series team in Williamsport from Brownsburg, Indiana. Drew Storen, former major leaker, was his mate. Jeff. There you go. See, you see uh, the the knowledge wealth himself, Wes Reynolds, uh, dropping some knowledge on the Bulldog, Lance Lynn, Mike Palm, and Derek Stevens with us right now. Guys, we're just a few weeks away from week one of the NFL season, which means we're getting down to the home stretch right now of signups for the for, for the Millions, the third edition of the Circa Millions, and of course, Circa Survivor 2. Where are you guys at right now with those? We are at uh, 1,329 entries for the Circa Millions, and we're at uh, 1,047 on Survivors. So I think we're pacing all right on the Millions. Uh, I'm, I'm actually pretty hopeful that, uh, that we go well over the 4,000 entries needed because, you know, with no rake and all the money going into the quarters, that's going to make these quarterly payouts uh, that much more interesting. So I think we're pacing pretty well on the Millions right now. Um, Survivor, boy, oh boy, I'll tell you what. Um, see, if you guys knew what it was like behind the scenes in meetings with Mike Palman, he just keeps chirping me morning, <laughs> noon, and night about how we, how we overdid it on the six, six million guarantee. I think Mike's a heavy favorite on this one. I think we're going to give, uh, it looks like we're probably not going to get there, but I hope we get close, obviously. And, uh, you know, we wanted to try to create this this huge survivor contest. And, you know, if we finish below the 6,000, I would just say, I've been waiting to say this for a long time. You know, it's this is going to be the circus sports gift to the betters right here. Absolutely. And the betters will take it gleefully, uh, guys, uh, because uh, nobody cries, I think, for the guys behind the counter. Uh, I do a little bit because I'm friends with a lot of guys behind the counter. But nevertheless, Mike, I know you had heard a couple strategies at Megabar in terms of what guys are going to try to do with these contests going forward this year. Yeah, well, maybe I, I, I threw that one in there. I mean, I had uh, I had a situation where someone uh, came up to me and said uh, they wanted to take an alternate strategy, and they had one. I saw I'm sitting there listening. I said, well, what is it? Um, and and, and the, 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 the whole thing came down to who was the strongest animal, you know, of that particular day. <laughs> it kind of go from there to there. So that's that's a strategy that is going to be implemented. The other strategy has to do with colors, and a matrix and and the tone on tone, um, I was in it pretty good, so I I, I can't remember all, all the connections, but I'm telling you, this person had a theory and was adamant about it. So I just wanted to let let all the Vsin listeners know and all the positive EV guys know this is part of the competition. So uh, so I just wanted to tell you, there's a couple out there that I, I'm scratching my head on. You never know what's going to happen, but. Uh, but there are an awful lot of awful lot of theories. I mean, we're not talking bull rush or double option or Merlin reversal or other things we've talked about many times. This is something completely different. This is the, that's the strategy that is usually employed by people who do only March Madness pools and usually win them. By the way, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you'll have the luck with that uh, uh, going that around. So that that's good. That's good information, though, Derek. That that's good to know that. Uh, uh, at least for people that may be entering, uh, I don't want to discredit the, uh, the these theories, but uh, maybe uh, two entries that don't make it very far in the uh, in the uh, survivor pool. So I won't be last, at least. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I'm saying. There's a little more positive EV in this than just the numbers. 
Absolutely. Uh, Mike, uh, I I just want to bring this up because anytime I talk to you, I feel like I have to bring this up since uh, your co-host on the nuts, Amal Shah, has the spreadsheet and has everything already set for the survivor. How many changes do you think Amal is going to make during the season or do you think he's going to stay true to what that sheet is? Well, you know, last season he famously uh, mapped out his whole year for Survivor on a flight from Dallas-Fort Worth back to back to Las Vegas. There was some incredulity amongst the Follow the Money gang if that was really a true story. Um, so this year he did it during the breaks of one episode of The Nuts. So, you know, in about 12, <laughs> about 12 minutes. Last year he didn't make any changes until week 11. Um, and it, his downfall in week 15 when he was eliminated as well as Gill. Gill lost on the Rams against the Jets. Amal lost on that Monday night game, the Steelers at the Bengals. And one of Amal's tenants was never play a road team. He had penciled in, in that preseason map, Tennessee against the Lions that day. And they were blowout winners. And he changed his mind. He was trying to save Tennessee. He made a change, and it cost him. Uh, His chief uh, strategy this year is to play against the Texans every opportunity he could. He went against the Texans 11 times. Now... (laughs) If, if it ends up Deshaun plays, uh, obviously that theory goes out the window. It's still some uncertainty there. Um, but that was really his theory. Just fade them as many times as he could. He didn't know when he mapped it out about the three-game Christmas, the two on Christmas Day and the Thursday before. So that may cause him to change a little bit. But uh, I think he'll ride into this. Of, I, think, I think six of the first seven weeks he fades the Texans this year. So, Amal, is he implementing that strategy with the Baltimore Orioles? It seems like a lot of betters probably betting with you guys are certainly doing that. What's the losing streak now, Jeff? What is it up to? 15 games and and guys, uh, even if you're taking run and a half, two and a half runs, it has gone very poorly if you've been betting the Orioles the last uh, 15 games, guys. The break-even point in this alternate markets today was minus three. I mean, if you took Tampa Bay minus two and a half, you still had a lay juice. And if you took a minus three and a half, you finally got a plus price. Three was the point, And, I mean, you can't even make the number high enough, let alone the money line. I mean, I, the whole, Pablo Lopez didn't want to be out there, obviously. I mean, they had to have a whole conference out there to tell him to keep pitching after 23 pitches in the first <laughs> inning. And they got lucky to get out of it with only two runs. But... Here's an unsung story in this game, though, is how good this McClanahan is for Tampa Bay. I think this guy might be their ace going into, going into the playoffs, their number one starter. I mean, he has got great stuff, and he came out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, the one thing, uh, one thing with the Orioles here, with this, with this streak, what, 1-16 since, uh, since August 1st, the, the bigger problem they got here, look at these next, uh, the, their next five series. They got Braves. Tampa Bay back again, the Blue Jays and the Yankees. I mean, there's not really an out here. Maybe you got three games against the Angels, but uh, in the next 15 games, you know, they could lose all 15 of these games. I mean, this this team has really t- took taken a taken a taken a dive here. Jim Palmer on the on the uh, on the broadcast today said, "I just really wonder if they're even trying that hard." Pretty amazing for Jim Palmer to say that. Derek, there was a pop up with the bases loaded. Nobody out in the first. A pop-up that landed behind the catcher in the field of play that he didn't get a glove on. That's amazing. And, and then he walked in the first run. I mean, it, it's it, like I said, Lopez was like trying to talk himself to come out of the game. The trainer came out and said, I don't think there's anything wrong. He, the, nobody wants to be out there on the field. We thought the Cubs were just as bad, but the kryptonite to that was the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> yeah, and no Mike, kidding. Yeah, I was gonna, go ahead, Derek. I'm sorry. My, I was going to say, Mike, this morning, you know, you and Mitch and Paul were talking about round-robin parlays. 
that that's something here that from a bookmaking perspective you got to really think about because look at what's going to happen you talked about I used to bet a lot of round robin or three team round robin of twos or you mm-hmm. can take you know you take the the four four team rob robin of the four threes and the six twos but think about what Baltimore does for you I mean you know we're going to start seeing these numbers minus 500 People say, oh, minus 500 is too much, too much. But wait a second. You throw you throw the team playing Baltimore in, what's wrong with juicing 20% in every one of your bets? Because that's effectively what you're doing. Mm-hmm. We are going to see a lot of brave action and Yankee, Toronto, and Tampa Bay action um, thrown into parlays here because you're going to be able to pick up between 25 to 30 percent of uh, of what your uh, what your round robin wager is. So it's it's one that's going to going to stick in there, and uh, I think it makes a lot of sense as a player. This I mean, NL East race might be over sooner than we think. Now the Braves go to Baltimore. I mean, and they're they're continuing to extend the lead. I think you can stick a, a fork in Wheeler for the Cy Young race there. And I didn't anticipate the Phillies would implode like this. But I thought, and I said on the nuts with when Amal was gone, I thought the Braves had an unheralded trade deadline where they picked up the three outfielders, Duvall, Soler, and then Rodriguez from Pittsburgh to shore up their bullpen. Nobody talked about the Braves' moves, but so far working. I was going to ask you, Mike, if you still have the same confidence in the Reds that you did right after the All-Star break. You're like, I think this team is still very much live. But then, of course, they lose two in Chicago, and the Reds, of course, are my favorite team. Padres are trying to give it to them, but the Reds aren't taken. I have two tickets, Wes. I have them to win the Central at plus $8. That's gone. But I have them to make the playoffs at plus 450 I still think they're the favorite to come out as the second wild card. The Padres have no pitching left. What do they have? They have Snell and Musgrove a little bit. They went and got Arietta. The implosion of this team is incredible. I would, you know, I thought maybe the Phillies were in a position to pick up the pieces. The Reds are still the closest, and they still get to play the Pirates a ton of times. I think I still got a good shot to make the second wild card. And if you do get to that spot with the Reds, I don't mind seeing Molly. Molly has been so good on the road. What mm-hmm. is he seven and two with an ERA sub two? What a, what a wild card game that might be with the Reds at Chavez Ravine. The Reds start a series today with the Marlins. They have three series left with Pittsburgh, and they have a series with Washington. So uh, the schedule definitely favoring the Reds. Uh, Gentlemen, before we let you go, there's a preseason game tonight in the NFL, the Patriots and the Eagles. What are you guys looking at right now? What do you guys need? Well, what we've seen so far, we've seen some uh, total money come in. We've seen the number go up. So, so far, um, you know, the, this first uh, that first week, I mean, we we all heard so much about how many of these games went under, but uh, but so far in this game, you know, we've seen uh, we've seen a full point move on on the over here. So sometimes you're going to see this this little bit of movement. So there must be some information out there. You're going to see some starters playing a little more offense in this week too. So that's the move here uh, um, at Circus Sports here today was. Uh, was taking it up, I and mean, we opened it at 37 and a half this morning, and uh, it went to 38, and it just piled through to 38 and a half. Right now, 38 and a half, and the Eagles laying one over there at Circa. Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, as always, here on my guys on the desert, my guys in the desert on a Thursday, gentlemen. Have a good one. Thank you for being with us today. Thanks, fellas. Thanks. Thank you, gentlemen. All, always good to uh, to talk to both Mike and Derek. I uh, I'm sending the Amal Shah changes his preseason grid at eight and a half weeks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I would anticipate that. I mean, you know, you like to pick the bones of the bottom feeders there, which Houston is. But uh, look, if Watson all of a sudden is in uniform, that doesn't that might change a little bit. We get back here on my guys in the desert. 
We're going to look at some plays from us tonight here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. My guys in the desert, live from the OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second information you need with OddsTrader. It is my guys in the desert here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Barles. He's Wes Reynolds. Wes, uh, small baseball slate tonight, mm-hmm. four games. I'm, I'm going to stay off. Of the baseball slate, the Mets play the Dodgers. The Dodgers still don't have a starting pitcher. They haven't had a, they haven't had a starting pitcher well, until about an hour, about two hours before the game. Did it just pop? during our segment with Mike and Derek? It just is Corey Knable oh. that is oh, going, going to go full blown for uh, yeah for the Dodgers. So Taiwan Walker going for the Mets. So we'll see if your Mets can uh, kind of get off the schneid here. Back to five hundred though. They were under five hundred, but now it's sixty and sixty. And without the Phillies are playing. By the way, that is six to two. Top of the ninth, one out. Bases loaded though for the Phillies. Yeah, Travis Jankowski would with what would be the biggest hit of the season to really yes. keep keep things afloat for the Phillies if he can come through with a with a with a salami here to tie things mm-hmm. up Wes if he were able to do that. 
Yeah, certainly, and and they absolutely need it. You cannot be getting swept by the Arizona nope. Diamondbacks at 40 games under 500 at this point in the season. But like I say, that's baseball, and I know everybody likes to parlay all these big favorites, and some nights they're going to get there, but it just takes one to beat you. Yeah, no, it's been a been a bad week for the Phillies. Actually, been a pretty good week for the Diamondbacks, all things considered. Yeah. Win the series over yeah. the weekend. Uh, Against the Padres, have uh, Gilbert throw a no-hitter in his first career start on Saturday, and now looking like they might sweep the Phillies. Uh, Again, uh, the race for the number one pick has gotten very interesting all of a sudden since the Orioles neglect to play games within two runs anymore, no less window. So the Arizona Diamondbacks no longer on the clock. No, the uh, the Orioles (laughs) on the clock as of today. Wes, you uh, you do have one play tonight. Yeah, the CFL. I've, I've got a couple, and I also talk about the NFL. There's still yep. some pick 'em out there. I think it's by and large about one. I took one and a half. I still think Philadelphia. This is their spot tonight. And Derek mentioned total getting bet. That was 37 and a half. Now 38 and a half. I'm not mad at that over. I'm not going to necessarily play it here, but I do like the Eagles, and I will go to the CFL week three tonight. 47 and a half. Also some 48 out there. I like the over in the Edmonton and BC game. Uh, been an under train really in the CFL so far this season. If you look at Edmonton, they are second in the league in yards per game uh, at about 371, but they've scored 12 and 13 points really in their first couple weeks. So they're getting a BC group though that defensively is an absolute mess. They gave up 33 in week one to Saskatchewan and it looks like BC, it looks like Mike Riley unless something's changed. Mike Riley had been battling an injury so Nathan Rourke, the former Ohio Bobcat quarterback, had to come on and relieve but, you know, I think with quarterback, they should be fine. They're going to go ahead and get some points on Edmonton. James Wilder, the leading rusher in the league for the Edmonton now Elks, no longer the Eskimos. So uh, it's interesting. We were talking about that. It's like they changed the logo now. They're, they don't have the old E cross E's anymore for Edmonton, even though they still have the same alliteration. So I don't know why they changed the logo. I know why they changed the name, but not necessarily the logo. So we are going to go over 47 and a half in the CFL game tonight. I think that's on actually on TV on ESPN two. ESPN takes the TSN feed from Canada for the CFL coverage. Right now, uh, I'm seeing 48s now on the yeah, total. As yeah, well. there's some 48s. There's a couple 47 and a half. So 48 is probably the main number. So we'll grade it at that. So uh, Edmonton and uh, and BC tonight there north of the border in the CFL. Uh, has not been a good start to the year in the newly minted Elks. They're 0-2 West. Yes. Yes, they are. And BC having some trouble on defense. So I think this could be a get-right spot for the uh, Edmonton Elks, the newly named Edmonton Elks, to kind of get going here a little bit. Tomorrow night, by the way, uh, the uh, the Owlets and the Stampeders will do battle in Calgary right now. Calgary, a five-and-a-half-point home dog, and now one total 45. Uh, are there any Rouge props? Uh, I have not seen any. <laughs> our, our resident CFL expert, I believe, is Kelly Bidlin. Yes, if, if, I 100%. If, yes. I don't know if that's still the uh, the same here now, now that he's on new, new duties with primetime action. But whenever we were on Green Zone, Kelly always had some CFL plays and usually hit more than he missed. Oh, uh, I'm sure uh, I'm sure if Kelly has one, he'll uh, he'll find it. By the way, one one quick one that I would look at for tomorrow. Real quick, West. It's an early. It's a morning here on the West Coast. The two thirty Eastern kick mm-hmm. uh, in Leipzig tomorrow in the Bundesliga, Stuttgart and Red Bull Leipzig. Leipzig coming off an embarrassing loss to Mainz, who was near the bottom of the table but survived last year in the Bundesliga. I expect a lot of goals at a quicker pace, a more open game. I like over three in that matchup tomorrow between Stuttgart 
and Leipzig. When we get back, we're going over to the NFL, West Most regular season win props. We're going to see if there's any value in that market. That's coming up next here on My Guys in the Desert on VEASAN. College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for the conference champions, Heisman, hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It is my guys in the desert here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles. He is Wes Reynolds. Happy to be with you. Uh, 15 minutes from now, we'll be able to tell you about a special edition of this program tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We're looking forward to that here as a network. But until then, let's uh, let's go to the NFL. We got a whole bunch of team prop markets to go to, Wes. And, and uh, let's just start off with the most regular season wins. All these odds from DraftKings and I know it's a shocking development when the Kansas City Chiefs are the favorite in a positive market like this, Wes. Mm-hmm. Plus 450 to have the most wins this season. The Bucks, the defending champions at 6-1. to one. Buffalo at plus 750. Baltimore at 10-1. San Francisco and L.A. Rams at 12-1. to one. Cleveland at 14-1. to one. Everyone else, 20-1 to one or longer, Wes. And look, this is one of those where even though you I'm, – I'm never really keen – on betting the favorite in a market like this. But I have a hard time seeing a path where Kansas City does not end up with the most regular season wins, Wes. Well, you do have some kinks for them to work out a little bit. Of course, that Super Bowl hangover factor, you always worry about that. It got San Francisco last year, but I think a lot of that was also COVID, and a lot of that was injuries. So I don't think the Chiefs necessarily are going to get got. I think they're going to be fine, but they do got to work around a new offensive line, a lot of moving parts there. Orlando Brown comes in, Eric Fisher, now a member of the Indianapolis Colts. We shall see when uh, he is going to be back for that squad but when it's just you're kind of looking at schedule here now you have these teams like the Chiefs uh, playing the first place schedule by the way the Buccaneers do not have to play the first place schedule because they did not win the NFC South now I think uh, I wouldn't necessarily want to bet them either because look you have Tom Brady even though betting against Tom Brady has gotten you to the poorhouse on numerous occasions but he is now 44 years old this is a veteran team it's one of the more older rosters in the league so you might have some injuries breaking down and plus it is so hard to run it back here in the NFL so there's some little landmines on that schedule for Tampa Bay so they would be a team I would be looking the skirt so it led me a little bit now the Buffalo Bills now I think that division is better this year because I think the Patriots are better I still think Miami is very competitive but if you look at the Buffalo Bills now they got to play that first place schedule but they do get three of the first four at home with Pittsburgh at home at Miami the WFT 
in Houston at home. Minimum, they should be 3-1. and one. They could get out to another 4-0 start like they did last year. And then it gets tough mid-October. you got to go Kansas City and Tennessee back-to-back. Titans, remember that it was the Tuesday night game, I think? Because they mm-hmm. played one game like every night of the week last season due to COVID-19. And that was where Tennessee stopped the Buffalo Bills unbeaten streak. But, you know, Josh Allen uh, signed the big deal now. So you always worry when a guy signs a big deal, okay, is he going to regress? But I think with Brian Dabble still there as the offensive coordinator, he's going to have a big year. And what's going to happen is Brian Dabble, who interviewed for a lot of those head coaching jobs uh, this past offseason, he's probably going to land one of them finally. Because I think when you're a coordinator, you got to put yourself into like, you know, one of those interview cycles where it's like, we really like you. You're going to be a good head coach someday, but you're not the guy necessarily for our job. So the Bills might be a team of the shorter prices I would look at. I wouldn't look at 49ers and Rams simply because that division is really tough, even though the Rams are my NFC Super Bowl pick. That division's tough. And look, you could see one of those two teams like go 10 and 7 and get to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. I think that is very possible for those teams. So the Bills maybe from the shorter price is a team I would look at and then potentially the uh, Cleveland Browns at 14 to 1. Yeah, a little bit surprised to see uh, the Saints and the Colts and the Chargers on those boards. Even if the Chargers have a good year, they're not they're probably still not going to win their division. So that eliminates you from having the most regular season mm-hmm. wins. We don't know who's playing quarterback week one for the Indianapolis Colts. So yeah. them at 25 to one is a little crazy. That's it's what the I same also, deal with the Saints too, Wes. Yeah, that's what I also recommended on the Colts. I think they're going to start out slow when you look at that schedule. But I think it's going to be, remember the, the couple seasons ago or a few seasons ago when Andrew Luck and they started one and five yep. and then they caught absolute fire. That could be what happens with the Indianapolis Colts. This is a very good defense. There are a lot lot of good pieces around Carson Wentz. He has a good offensive line when Quentin Nelson gets back. That left tackle thing's got to be fixed, though. They got to get Eric Fisher back sooner rather than later because uh, Jacob Eason got sacked three times in that preseason game in the first half against second-team Carolina defensive linemen, so that's a little bit of cause for concern. The schedule middle of the season kind of gets a little bit better for Indianapolis, though. The only bet that I would really, other than Kansas City, that I'd look at is Green Bay. The only concern is I don't really love their schedule. It's a little bit more difficult than it was Mm -hmm. a year ago, Wes. But the Aaron Rodgers revenge tour against his own front office is something that has to be looked at here. In the NFC, that would be certainly my selection, even though the Rams are the Super Bowl pick for me out of the NFC. But that tougher division, I still think Minnesota is a quality club, you know, maybe borderline wildcard team. But the Bears, I'm not very high on. They have their own offensive line issue. So it's like, let's throw Justin Fields out there right away. Oh, by the way, your week one start would be against Aaron Donald. So no, no thank you for me. To throw Justin Fields out there. Be careful what you wish for, Chicago. Give the Red Rifle, give the Ginger Ninja, Andy Dalton a few games before you pull the trigger. Let's uh, look at uh, one other one real quick. The fewest points allowed this season, Wes. And we're talking elite defenses here. I'm a little bit surprised to see Baltimore as the favorite here. I know they have a really good defense, Mm but I'm a little surprised to see them at plus 750. Uh, Yeah, I uh, I understand that Cincinnati has had a woeful time against the Ravens in the past few years, especially uh, last year when Burrow did play in that early season game. Yes. They couldn't move the ball at all in the rain against the Ravens. Washington football team at 11 to one, the Niners at 12 to one, the Rams, Broncos, Browns at 14 to one, Tampa Patriots, Chargers at 16 to one Steelers, Giants and Dolphins at 18 to one. Here's what I'll say. 
I think the Giants at 18 to 1 are worth a little bit of a shot because if they're going to be competitive this year, Wes, mm-hmm. the Giants' defense is going to have to be a top five unit in the NFL. It was mid pack last year, yeah. too. Yeah, they're going to have to be a, an elite defense. So yeah. the Giants at 18 to 1 may be worth a small chance. Yeah, they are the team, by the way. I do like in the FC East. I know I'm in the minority in that opinion, but looking at this prop, you know, Denver Broncos 14 to 1 yeah. make a little bit of sense. They are absolutely loaded in the secondary, by the way. You also saw Sertan, the second, the rookie out of Alabama, already had a pick six. They're really good in that back seven. You've got Brad Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, a pair of pass rushers. You're probably not going to find a better duo on any team. So Denver Broncos 14 to one have some value there. John Rom and Justin Thomas are tied for the lead in Jersey City. We'll tell you where they're at and we'll also tell you about tomorrow's My Guys in the Desert next here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with Bet Rivers' new. Feature Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at Bet River Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in play betting options out there. As always, get $250 match bonus, fastest payouts, fastest payouts, I should say, and one time 
playthrough at Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Colorado, call 1-800-522-4700. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In Virginia, call 1-888-532-3500. And this offer not valid in Iowa. It is my guys in the desert. I'm Jeff Parles. He is Wes Reynolds. Happy to be with you on a Thursday. Of course, uh, rush hour with JVT this week in for Danny Burke coming your way next here on VSIN. Uh, Wes, I do have one more prop I want to get to mm-hmm. in the NFL. The highest scoring team in the league. Surprising again. Kansas City's your mm-hmm. favorite here mm-hmm. at five to one. Tampa Bay at 15 to 2. The Bills 10 to 1, Green Bay 12 to 1, Baltimore 14 to 1, K, uh, Dallas, the Cowboys 16 to 1, the Rams, 49ers, Colts, Seahawks, Saints, and Browns all at 18 to 1, everyone else north of 20 to 1. So this number actually has moved on the team that I kind of like in this market. It was 25 to 1 about a, about a month ago, and now it's down to 20 to 1. That's the Tennessee Titans. And look, I understand that they may run the ball a little too much in order to win this category in order to be the the leading scorer in the league. But Wes, when you have a defense that's as bad as it looks on paper for Tennessee, you're going to need to score as many points as humanly possible to get to your 10, 11 wins, which double digits probably gets you the AFC South crown with the way the question marks at Indianapolis's quarterback position is right now. But Wes, that's an offense we know can score points. And they only got better talent wise with getting Julio Jones, assuming he can stay healthy. That outweighs the loss of Jonu Smith for them. Well, and you do have a new offensive coordinator yes. now in Tennessee, Arthur Smith, now the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. So Todd Downing, who I believe second time as a go around as an offensive coordinator, it was 2017, I believe he was with the Raiders on the Jack Del Rio staff, and they were about mid-pack offensively. So I don't really know. He hasn't really given you an idea. Certainly there is potential for them to score a lot of points. Now, when I was looking as, as part of my contribution for the betting guide, I actually did the AFC. South as one of my divisions, which that's going to be out last week. We're kind of putting the finishing touches on it right now. But if you look, Derrick Henry is somebody I'm looking to maybe go a little bit under on in some of his props this year, because every single running back, there's only been eight running backs that have had 2000 yards plus seasons. Every single one of them the following year declined. This goes all the way back to Simpson, Dickerson, Barry Sanders, Terrell Davis, Jamal Lewis, Chris Johnson, Adrian Peterson, and now Derrick Henry. So I'd be a little lukewarm on playing over props necessarily with Derrick Henry because this guy, look, he may want to try to throw the ball and see what Julio has left in the tank, uh, 32 years old, but maybe can still be productive. A.J. Brown, clearly the number one receiver, I think, for the Tennessee Titans. So, you know, he's the guy in fantasy see if you're into that or maybe guys you're looking for props he's the guy you want to go over with but you know when I was looking a little bit longer down the board if you wanted to avoid maybe those teams and I could certainly sponsor you you got to look at the two favorites I'm not necessarily betting them but the Buffalo Bills I think are going to probably score a lot of points but if I look at those teams in the 20 range you brought up the Titans the Chargers 
could okay. be a team to absolutely look at because the Chargers did go ahead. Now, they have a defensive coach, so that's why I think people are lukewarm on him because uh, Staley takes that job, of course, was on the Dom Gaper staff, so Brandon Staley's more of a defensive guy. But what the Chargers did here in the offseason is they did invest very heavily in the offensive line. And they brought in uh, Corey Lindsley. They paid $62.5 million. Matt Filer from the Pittsburgh Steelers. They, of course, drafted Rashawn Slater in the first round out of Northwestern. Northwestern had two first-round picks, I think, for the first time ever. So they drafted heavy on that line. You are going to get guys healthy back, too, for this Chargers team. And I say this is somebody that's a little higher on the Broncos in that division necessarily than the Chargers. But you're going to be healthy in the backfield. You have Eckler. You have Jackson. You have Kelly. Roundtree, the kid they drafted out of Missouri, maybe can contribute. Uh, Keenan Allen back, uh, uh, Mike Williams back, Jared Cook still doing it at his age at tight end. So this is a team that I think can score points. And then also the Arizona Cardinals, which is the defense needs to improve. But now you got DeAndre Hopkins, you got A.J. Green. Also watch out for Rondale Moore, the kid out of Purdue. I think he was their second-round pick. Mm-hmm. That guy is going to just absolutely eat in the slot, and they're going to be able to throw it underneath. He's very diminutive, but he's very quick, and this is a guy that they can throw screens, quick slants, bubble screens, all kind of stuff to, and he can get a lot of yards after catch. It'll be interesting to see with Arizona – I'm just concerned, again, Kingsbury, to me, if they miss the playoffs, he's gone. It just hasn't really worked at the NFL level. Heck, it didn't really work at Texas Tech. He yeah. Patrick Mahomes and didn't even get to a bowl game. So, with, Kingsbury, with a two-and-done after they had the uh, the uh, one-and-done the year before. Actually, this will be it'll his be third three, It'll be three-and-done. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, I, I was like, wait a minute. He just got there. Of course, they went with uh, one-and-done with Steve, Steve Wilkes. Wilkes. But yeah. uh, also with Arizona, I want to see how they're going to be able to run the ball a little bit. I think Kyler Murray showed a lot of progress last year. Look, he's not going to get any taller. So that's always going to be a knock against him. Then it was, again, it was a knock against Drew Brees, James Conner, and Eno Benjamin. Chase Edmonds, basically their running backs here. So maybe James Conner gets a fresh start running the ball. Another guy that I think could be good for Arizona that's a little bit down the roster is Greg Dortch. Remember him? Yes, from Wake, Wake Forest. Forest. Uh, yeah, him, Christian Kirk. This is a really good receiving core. So this is a team that I think is going to get into a lot of shootouts this year. The, uh, the other one that's down the board, Minnesota's interesting thing to me as well uh again uh, as much as we don't want this to be a concern but it is for me what happens if Kirk Cousins ends up in, co- in COVID protocol because mm-hmm. we know mm-hmm. uh, the the issue with the vaccination that Cousins has right now and yeah are you and, really and, wanting to go with Kellen Mond who yeah, actually or, just got or, back or, from or, protocol or uh anyone else yeah I mean uh Mr. Bra- Mr. Browning somehow gets uh mm-hmm. thrown into a scenario where he has to play but again you have two lead wide receivers in Jefferson and Thielen you have a great running back if he can stay healthy in Dalvin Cook yeah and it's another situation where I think that's a pretty mediocre defense they have there in Minnesota even with yeah. the additions uh that they made uh including Dalvin Tomlinson who I think was the best of the bunch I know everyone's eyeballs are on Patrick Peterson but the Tomlinson edition was the one that helps that defense the most. But same kind of situation as Tennessee. Going to need a lot of points to win games this year. Yeah, Minnesota is one of those teams I'm kind of like, you know, some teams we feel like we have good reads on. They're a team I don't feel like I have a good read on because I think the potential is there for them to surprise. But I think there's a potential to go like 6-11 and 11 or 7-10 and 10 too. And so that team really concerns me. So I might be kind of just observing them for the first few weeks. Wes, an update out of Liberty National in Jersey City, New Jersey. 
John Rahm is pretty good at golf. <laughs> John Rahm, a bogey-free 63. He and Justin Thomas tied for the lead, both firing 63s today at eight under par there in the first leg of the FedEx Cup playoffs, uh, leading Harold Varner by three shots. Yeah, JT and John Rahm, one, two, respectively, on approach. Uh, JT, 4.6 on approach. Mentioned that he kind of found something there at Memphis if he can just make some putts, and he did just that today. Actually gained two and a half strokes on the greens putting because we know that's always kind of the question with Justin Thomas as the putter, but if he's making putts like that, he's going to win this tournament, but John Rahm right on his heels, 4.18 strokes gained on approach. Rahm gained, I believe, six and three quarters in terms of one of the better rounds ever in the history of the PGA Tour since they've done the strokes gained data with T to green. So 6.7 for Rahm, 5.8 for Justin Thomas. Clearly were the best two fields. They gained about the same off the tee. JT could maybe tidy up that short game in terms of that chipping a little bit, but right now eight under par, three shot lead, as you mentioned, over Harold Varner. I think uh, Rahm now now I'm seeing like seven to five in terms of an in play. Justin Thomas, three to one. So Varner there in third at five under par. And then Adam Scott, who had a chance last week at the Wyndham, missed a short putt on that first playoff hole. He is tied with uh, Robert Streb, Mackenzie Hughes, Camtron Galley, Tony Fidal, Kevin Na, host of players at four under par. Long from over, but this scoring was very low today. So that showed me, okay. The wind can affect shots on this course, but not a lot of wind this week. And by the way, I know because your parents lived there, you've probably talked to them about this very hot summer in the Northeast. Yeah, it's been this uh, time. Yeah. So it's been, it's firm and fast and you can score on this course and JT and Rombo showed it today. Yeah, it's been a, it's been an unpleasant yeah, run of weather. Yeah, there they're coming the out Coast. here to get away from the heat. Right? Yeah, hey, look, uh, we, we, uh, it's a dry heat here <laughs> as we know. Was. Uh, again, a uh, you and I both on Justin Thomas this week, mm-hmm. so uh, hopefully JT can get home uh, three days to go. But, again, I don't like getting in front of the ROM train with the way that ROM has played, even with being out for a month, basically, with the COVID-19. Yeah, it's just like you get – ROM has been so good, and it's like, yeah, 10-1, to 11-1, a little short because he's been off for so long. So you get these good prices on, like, the Justin Thomases and the Rory McElroys and the Patrick Cantlay, and then it's like – Oh, good grief. He's going to run away with this. So, obviously, a formidable challenge for JT, but certainly a very good start. Wes, tomorrow on the show, a very special, my guys in the desert from a different desert, just uh, Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit uh, to the east and south of here, TPC Scottsdale, Brady Cannon and Matt Eumann's going to be live from uh, from TPC Scottsdale tomorrow. We'll have to see how humans and Brady play the uh, the stadium course. Over the next yeah, absolutely, and they're going to get a round in and obviously do that show tomorrow. Uncle Wes gets the day off on Friday, <laughs> so I'm happy about that, but nice little field trip for Brady and Matt. I'm sure that'll be a good time down there at TPC Scottsdale, which, of course, is the home of the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Yes, and the rowdiest crowd in golf. When yeah, I'm, I'm wondering uh, how they're going to react uh, with all the crowd there on what is it, the 16th on the par three, heckling them if they pull one to the right. <laughs> Humans will say he knocked it to seven feet. That's, that's all. <laughs> that's all. Well. That's all I know. That's all the time we have here on My Guys in the Desert for Wes Reynolds. I'm Jeff Parles. Rush Hour, JVT. That's coming up next here on Visa. At Bet365, 
Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.